Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Real Reading Talk. This is episode nine, and I am your host, Ms. Sasha. And on Real Reading Talk, I discuss the real systemic issues in an unfiltered way. No sugarcoating, all right? No chaser, all right? Um, the real issues when it comes to the low levels of literacy in the Black community and the ways in which we can combat these issues. And again, like I said, this is episode nine. Nine, I said nine, nine. <laughs> and I'm just gonna get right into it, okay? Right on into it, y'all. Now, this is something that, um, this is a conversation uh, that I had with a tutor. This was a few months ago. I was in a uh, tutoring uh, program. It was like a, um, a set, a, a, you know, um, some sessions that a tutor put together uh, for other tutors who were either just starting their tutoring business or they wanted their tutoring business to grow. And so I joined this program and she had like different uh, like segments of the program. Like for example, she had the part where she was trying to help that tutor develop a growth mindset. She also had the part where she was teaching us about uh, marketing our business. She also had the part where uh, she was showing us how to set up a website. All right, so the program, I definitely uh, believe I benefited from it and, um, and it, it was great. And so, but it was one part of the program in which she had us uh, talk about who our target audience is when we're thinking about who it is that we are tutoring. And, you know, and of course, when you know your target audience, um, you also have to make sure that you have in mind um, what, skill sets, what skill sets that you have. You know, so when you're a tutor, you have to think about, okay, you know, do you want to say that you may be able to tutor uh, pre-K through eighth grade uh, math, but your strengths, you know, may be just for the lower elementary uh, math students, all right? So she was just trying to get us to, as much as possible, think about our strengths and also, again, think about who we are targeting um, so that we can make sure that we are clear with our messages when we are putting together our flyers, when we are putting our business out there, um, which is that's definitely, that's a great uh, business strategy. You have to make sure that you know who it is, you know, that you are trying to cater to. And so I had put together a flyer because I started a uh, online uh, virtual reading camp. And so on the flyer I put on there, uh, I have, are, are you looking for a reading camp uh, for your child? Um, I have this reading camp that I've uh, developed with your black child in mind. Okay, so I did, I made sure I put those words on my flyer with your black child in mind. And so there was a fellow tutor uh, that um, I was partner, partnering with. It was actually three of us. And one of the tutors was white and the other one was black. And so when the uh, tutor who was white uh, she saw that on my flyer because we were accountability part partners. Um, so, so when she saw that on my flyer, she had she was like, you know, I just wanted to ask you, you know, so with your flyer saying with your black child in mind, 
you know, if there was a white child who wanted to get services from you, you know, would you be able to service them, you know, uh, seeing as though, yes, you know, you tutor and they, they, you know, heard about your services or whatever the case. And so, you know, I definitely said, well, yes, but I had to make sure I put the butt in there. Why? Because I knew what she was going off of, of the flyer. And again, this is for this is for actually my virtual reading camp, because even on my website, I don't have on my website, um, I'm a tutor just for black children. I put, I have on my website actually pre-K through fourth grade reading tutor. But when you look at my website, number one, you're gonna see black children when you see the pictures that I have on there, okay? Also two, you know, I talk about how, you know, in my tutoring services, I make sure that the children get passages about Black people, Black history, Black culture. I also um, have on there about uh, the children learning about a young Black entrepreneur, you know, so it's definitely clear that who my target audience is, okay, even though I did not specifically say I'm a pre-K through fourth grade reading tutor for only Black children. What she was going off of was the flyer that I created for my online virtual reading camp where I made sure I put on there, are you looking for a reading camp? Um, I have one with your black child in mind. And I wanted to, so what I was basically uh, letting her know is this. I said, I understand who my target audience is. I understand the population of children that I'm trying to serve. I knew that when I became a tutor, I knew that black children are the ones who are dealing with the aspect of low levels of literacy, all right? Literacy, not just reading, but comprehension, okay? Being able to write. All right, so all of those different things, you know, that encompasses literacy. You know, I know those are the things in which a lot of our Black children are, are doing poorly in, you know, overall. Okay. So for me, like I explained to her, it's like, I know that I am, you know, uh, a reading tutor, but I also know that I help to motivate children. I'm helping to empower children in my sessions as, as well. So when I, I understand that and I know my role and I know what it is that I'm doing, then it can help me be able to have my focus and be clear about who it is I'm trying to serve. And so that is something that I want you all to understand is that you can't be um, apologetic about the fact, just like right now with my, my podcast, Real Reading Talk, I make it clear, I'm talking about Black people, Black children, Black people in particular, dealing with the aspects of low levels of literacy. And I'm unapologetic about it. And that's what I just wanted to stress here on this particular episode. You have to be unapologetic about when it comes to trying to help our Black children when it comes to reading. So if you're an, an educator out there, you know, a tutor, a parent, you know, we have to make sure that we're doing things that's going to help our Black children thrive when it comes to reading. Just like, for example, like I said, um, 
you know, in my, uh, in my tutoring sessions. I know that there are low levels of literacy, but I also understand too, you know, that our children, they don't know a lot about black people who have done great things. They don't know, they, they don't know a lot about uh, entrepreneurship and in particular black young entrepreneurs. So when I'm putting on, you know, when I'm putting together my tutoring sessions and then when I have on there, uh, the young brother, Mosiah Bridges, the name of his business is Mo's Bowls. He's that brother, that young brother who started at a young age making bow ties. And then he actually had contracted with the NBA. And then the kids are like, oh, wow. They never heard of him. I'm like, yeah, he's young like you. He's black like you. And then I service, you know, majority of my students that I tutor are boys. So I'm like, yeah, he's a boy like you. Yeah, he's, he's connected with the NBA, but look, look what he's doing. He's making something, you know, he's, he's uh, makes bow ties. And so they contracted uh, with him so he can, so when you see a lot of them wearing bow ties, they got those bow ties from Mosiah Bridges, Mo's Bowls, that young black entrepreneur who started a business at a young age. Or when I show them uh, the picture of Corey Nieves, a young African-American boy who started his own cookie business. Or when I show them the picture um, of the one young lady, she started a business where, uh, I, I think it's called a Black, Black Butterfly. And I, her name is escaping me right now, oh my goodness. But she made a box really pretty box she made it for girls and then she had one for boys as well where they can uh get a book by a black author in their box they can get uh some little you know things that girls like to wear you know little jewelry you know little things like that is very uh you know feminine and everything so when you have the students who are able to see that again i know what i'm doing i'm empowering them so I'm doing that with a purpose. So I'm not just in my sessions, you know, we're just going over, you know, sight words and grammar and punctuations and, you know, and that's, that's it, you know, that's what's going to help. No, because I know what I, I know what it is that our black children need. They need upliftment. They need empowerment. They need education. They need to be motivated to read. And so once again, like I said, when you know your target audience, when you know your focus and you're clear and you're unapologetically clear, then you're able to better serve whoever it is that you're trying to serve. Just like, for example, um, if you go to, and, and then another thing with that I wanted to say too as well, um, there is a saying, uh, and I hate, and I'm trying not to, to mess it up, I'm, but basically in a nutshell, on my flyer, I was clear, okay? Like I said, for the reading camps, I said that I had the, created this program with your black child in mind. But think about this. You have places to where you've gone or you've seen whether you've gone to the mall or you've gone out or whatever the case may be. And there are some places in which they did not tell you that you had to have a lot of money to go and buy their product. But when you go in that store, <laughs> what's already known doesn't have to be said. When you go in that store and you see them price tags, tags saying uh, $500 and, mo and more, 
you looking at all the merchandise and you don't see nothing under $500. I didn't say $5. You didn't see nothing under $500. One or two things are going to go in your head. Number one, you're going to say, oh, I got this. Yeah, I'm good. I'm in the right spot. Or you're going to say, I'm going to go ahead and turn myself around and exit out. Now, they didn't put the sign on the door saying, um, if you don't have uh, $500 or more, then you can't shop here. No, they didn't say that. Not at all. But best believe, you got the message. <laughs> okay. When you went in there, you start looking at all them doggone prices. You was like, oh, snap. Uh, I think I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I think I left my wallet at that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you might want to go ahead and exit. You're not going to go in there asking, um, excuse me, uh, do you all have a layaway plan? And you see them prices at $500 and up. You, you, you gonna think twice about asking about a layaway plan. Okay. Can I see the sales rack? Nah, you, you ain't gonna do that either. You know, because you already see what it is, the culture that they were uh, providing in this store. That culture was saying, upscale, you better have money if you up in here, okay? But again, like I said, that's not something that, they didn't put a sign out saying that, you know, but it, it's already said <laughs> without it being said because you see the prices, you see how, how the store is set up. Okay. So again, like I said, you know, I was clear on that flyer, you know, for a reason. Why? Because I felt as though I said, you know what, I'm going, I wanted to make sure that I let the people know who I'm targeting. Hey, look, I know what you're looking for. I know you're looking for your child, not just to uh, just get the basics in reading, you want to help motivate them to read. You're not, I know you're looking for your child to be able to be inspired, to learn about their history. You know how I know that though? Because see, the people that I target, see, I, I have a relationship with those people. I have a relationship with my black brothers and sisters. I've talked to parents. I've talked to kids. I've seen their eyes light up when I would you know, talk about different uh, black people inventing this or, you know, talk about African civilizations having that or this black entrepreneur or teaching them about different financial literacy terms and talking to them about entrepreneurship and how all of this stuff is related to reading. I see how their eyes light up. I've talked to parents and had those conversations when I talked to parents in schools and I was substituting in the schools. And they would talk about what the, the things that are missing in these classrooms. You know, our kids get tired of being in a classroom, being made to sit down, be still. They cannot even express, you know, what things that that's on their minds in terms of what are their interests. The things that, you know, uh, they're, they're tired of learning about George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and all these different white folks who, uh, done absolutely nothing for black people, but dehumanize black people, steal from black people. And 
they're learning about how all these white people have done some of the some of the greatest things on earth but then when it comes to black folks again we see that same passage that we've been seeing ever since for, for those of you in my age group i'm 46 you know you've been seeing that same uh uh passage when it comes to black people in those history books yeah you know they were slaves and you see them on the porch with the banjo on 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 the the, the janky shack that's about to fall down with their little tattered clothing. There's your black history. Oh, I'm sorry. I, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, Dr. Martin Luther he coming up, he coming up. He, he about to save you. And then, you know, afterwards then Obama, he, he saving you too. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's pretty much, you know, our black history. You know, or they also, or, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna talk about George Washington Carver. Y'all gotta talk about him, you know? So they wanna make sure that our black children are learning that they were always in a deficit, meaning they were always behind, all right? We didn't invent nothing, okay? So these are the things in which they wanna make sure that they focus on and we never fought back. So you're not gonna learn about the Stono Rebellion, okay? You know, which was a rebellion where, you know, one of the biggest uh, slave revolts that happened. You're not definitely, you're not gonna learn about Nat Turner, Denmark VC. Okay, uh, uh, the one sister I just learned about her last week, uh, Beth Rue. Okay, this was a, a enslaved woman from Ghana who led a slave revolt. Okay, so these are the things I know that I'm going to have in my sessions. So again, like I said, yeah, that, that white child, they come on in, they want to. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, when 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 that parent when they want to know, oh, I would like to see, you know, how your sessions go. <laughs> and, then, and I get to talking about, yes, you know, uh, talking about, oh, yeah, I, I want to, you know, go over this reading passage, talking about Mansa Musa. Okay, and, and, and you know, how, you know, he was, you know, a, a king and, you know, and this was a, a man who was an African man who led a civilization and he was, you know, rich and all of that. And I'm, and I'm just you know, flooding the sessions with black people doing this and doing that. Which by the way, I mean, if you really wanna be real about it, who likes to keep saying it's black history because it's for real, for real, it's history. It's history. This is what happened in history. You know, so it's like, you know, because again, when it comes to even just saying black history, it's almost like you got the real history, then you got that black stuff on the side. No, 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 no. No, my children, my students, they learn that this is history. And unfortunately, what our kids have been learning, once again, is, is this whitewashed uh, version, revisionist history. Okay, and we know that. We know that's what our kids have been learning. That's a big part of the reason why our children get disinterested because they don't see themselves in the texts. They're not learning about, just like I learned about uh, James West, uh, the, uh, who uh, had over 250 patents. Okay, uh, he, he's done different things in terms of we wouldn't be able to use the microphone without his invention. Shout out to Ebony Donnelly for telling me about him yesterday, all right? But these are people, it's like, you know, a lot of times with a lot of different stuff that we've learned, especially as black folks, we had to learn that outside the classroom. And so what I'm trying to do is 
you know, normalize to our children, I want to normalize Black culture, Black history, and the fact that we come from a, 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 a history of people who are literate, who value literacy, who value reading, value writing, okay? We come from a history of people who have created, who have invented a plethora of things. There are a lot of different things that we wouldn't have to this day if it wasn't for Black folks. And so, yes, once again, like I said, to go back to the topic at hand, when I talked about how that tutor was asking me, well, would you tutor white kids? Cause you know, you got on that flyer, <laughs> you made this particular program for black, with that black child in mind. Well, you know, hey, listen, when it comes to, especially like I said, when it comes to my tutoring services, yeah, I don't have black child uh, service black children. But again, when you get to uh, click on my different videos that I have posted up there, you know, and the different uh, pictures that I have in terms of the things I've gone over with the kids, then you'll be able to see. And then just even talking to me. Okay. So that, you know, that parent is going to see off the rip. Like, oh, okay. I see. You know, yeah, yeah. She's definitely, you know, she's unapologetically black. All right. I'm not going to try to change the way how my tutoring style is um, in terms of, you know, okay, well, I, I can't really say this about black people. I can't, I don't want her to get offended or that, that white child to get offended or whatever the case. I can't do that because I always go back again to my target audience, who I'm focusing on. And how do you know who your target audience is? You have to know your target audience. You have to have a relationship with your target audience. That's why it just trips my head when I see, you know, you have a lot of these white tutors and they're tutoring our black children. And then they'll get frustrated if the, if the child is not getting stuff or, you know, I'm going over these and this, and I'm going by the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm quite sure I can almost guarantee they did not talk to that child to find out about their interests. They did not make it a point to try to get books that represent that child. Okay. You know, cause a lot of times that's not happening. I've seen it. You know, maybe if it's Black History Month, you, you might look up on somebody who like, oh, okay, let me, let me go in and grab a book on Rosa Parks real quick. You know, you might get that. You know, let me get, let me get Dr. Martin Luther to the King. Let me do that. And, and you know, and I'm being silly. Y'all know that I'm being, you know, real uh, uh, silly or whatever with that. But I mean, it's again, this, that's why this is called real talk, real reading talk rather. Okay, because we know these are conversations that Black folks we've had amongst ourselves, you know, they, these are these, you know, out in the parking lot conversations that you have with your black coworkers or that you have with your family members, you know, but you're not really having these conversations out in the open. But see, I'm that type of person. See, I have these conversations out in the open. Okay, I've said this stuff when I was uh, at professional meeting, meetings at schools, like, hey, <laughs> you know, we're not dealing with this. You know, our black kids need to have books talking about black people. You know, we need to be doing this for our black children. You know, don't come with, don't come talking about, you know, yes, those poor little black kids and they, you know, they're doing so bad in reading and da da da. Let's create a nonprofit. You know, you create a nonprofit because you want to, you know, you're giving all these books away to the kids and, and, and most of the books ain't got one black person on it inside the book nowhere, ain't wrote the book, nothing. 
you know, I remember I heard somebody, somebody had told me before uh, who they are part of organization where they give away books and they were saying something about, yeah, a lot of those, those uh, books, you know, a, a lot of the uh, picture books, um, you know, that represent black children or black people, they're expensive. I'm like, okay. I mean, first of all, a lot of picture books are expensive. First of all, uh, secondly, if you know that, again, see, when you're trying to get that nonprofit money, you're going to say, oh, I'm targeting these Black people, these Black children. But then when it actually comes to really servicing them and giving them the things that they need, you're like, it, it, it's, it's crickets, it's silence. I don't want, I don't, where do you find those books? Man, I went on Amazon, stop. Let, let, let's stop, cut the games. I Googled, okay? But see, when again, once again, what do I go back to? Target audience, focus, intentionality, purpose. I know what my purpose is. So when you know what your, what your purpose is, then you can be clear and unapologetic about your services, period. That's, that's where we at. And that's, that's all I wanted to say uh, for this episode nine. All right. And uh, make sure that you please uh, continue to uh, listen to these podcasts, share these podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor. That's where I, I um, you know, upload my podcasts on that platform, Anchor. I like that platform. It's, it's very easy to use. So if you are interested in using it, uh, I think you should give it a try. All right. So with that being said, thank you for joining me again. Real Reading Talk. I'm your host, Miss Sasha. And remember to, um, yeah, please keep reading for at least 30 minutes a day. I'm going to end with that. <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care. Peace.